The one who believes in the Son of God has a testimony in himself. The one who does not believe in God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has given concerning his son. And that is 1 John chapter 5, verse 10. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Bridge Radio. And we are coming at you from the great state of Texas. I am your host, A.W. Varilla. And next to me, like always, Steve is not here today. But today I have a special guest who's going to be here in the beginning. And that's our sound engineer, Eli Lopez. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's going on out there? You know, we've, we, we're always talking about Eli. He's in the background. He's the one who is producing all this, making the sound great. Uh, he does a lot for the ministry, and we are absolutely uh, blessed to have him on. And just the, the, the abilities that God has given him in just IT and sound engineering. So uh, it's amazing how just God uh, brings people together. Eli, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, bro. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hot here in Laredo, man. I know, dude. It's, it's like super hot. Yeah, for, for, for your people out there around the world or outside of uh, Texas, uh, even North Texas is not as hot as Laredo. I mean, we are a border town for our people here. Um, and and yeah, it's like, a, it's like 110, 105. And for you listener, listeners, you know I'm from Chicago. I don't like this heat. I love cold weather. And Chicago does get warm, hot during the summertime, like in August. Like, And it's really humid. So, you know, it gets up to like 96 or 100. Like, I mean, it's not good for for, for the people. But here it's really dry and hot, man. I, I can't stand it. But I love Laredo. God has brought me to Laredo. Uh, so that's always just uh, uh, awesome, and and the people here are absolutely fab, fabulous and great. So, um, yeah. So, what else is going on, uh, Eli? I mean, uh, our listeners are are trying to get to know you here for for a minute while we're doing the intro. J- just tell me what God is doing in your life right now. Yeah, man. So right now we're actually planning something with our church. Mm. Uh, we're taking the youth uh, to youth camp. Oh next wow! Week. So we are gonna head out to South Padre Island. We're taking all the youth over there. So, I mean, it's going to be an incredible week for us. Um, the kids, the, the youth are going to have a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to that. See what uh, what the Lord brings. And uh, uh, hopefully uh, these kids um, have a connection out there. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's that time of year. Um, kids are going to camp uh, all over this uh, country. And uh, please pray for the the kids that are going to camp, please pray for the kids uh, that uh, Eli is going to be taking uh, to camp, him and his wife and his church, that the Lord may draw himself to those kids and absolutely transform their lives. Um, today, we have a guest, a special guest. We have a testimonial today, guys. Uh, we have Irvin uh, Kumbar, um, and he is a local from uh, Laredo. Uh, he has traveled uh, from here to California, maybe other parts of the country. So he's going to be uh, coming on today and just uh, giving us his testimonial, how uh, the Lord uh, just drew himself to him. So we're super excited 
to have him on. Um, please don't forget to subscribe to Apple, Android, Google, and Stitcher Radio. Please visit our website at bridgemanlaredo.org. And we are also on Spotify. And please check us out. Uh, again, update on the building. Uh, we are moving quickly on that. We are super excited. Uh, we, uh, like we said last week, uh, permits are getting uh, drawn up and with the city and all that stuff that I'm not really too familiar about. Uh, we just excuse me, we have some great people uh, on this. And I believe that uh, hopefully here in several months, we'll have the, the place completed. Um, people are super excited. Uh, we're going to have a grand opening, like awesome. And then uh, again, in November, the first uh, week of November, we're going to be having our Spanish conference. Uh, that's going to be huge for us uh, just because of the, uh, uh, the need uh, for just solid biblical teaching in Spanish. So, yeah, so we're super excited. All right. Well, uh, Eli, you want to get this podcast started? Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we have Irvin. Uh, Irvin, I met Irvin here at Bridge um, um, s- several months ago. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and, yeah, no, it was uh, several, several months ago. Yeah, and... Um, and uh, uh, Steve had introduced us together, uh, and he just had a great testimony and just sitting down talking to Urban. And, and, and again, guys, we have talked about so many times here at Bridge how uh, we have just met people. Uh, God has just brought people to the ministry, and it's just been a tremendous blessing that God just brings these people in our lives, and we're able to uh, disciple them. We're able to talk to them uh, amongst other people here in the ministry that I know, um, you know, the president and the president's wife, uh, Stephen Leanne, how how we just have this community here uh, in this local bookstore and coffee shop and within Bible studies. So, um, Irvin, all right, let's let's get this started. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how God drew you to saving faith. All right. So, yeah, you know, like you say, my name is Servin. Uh, I always, I grew up uh, loving uh, movies. Mm. You know, I grew up watching a lot of movies, you know, growing up. Uh, I had a, it was, I, I didn't have a difficult childhood. Mm. It was not hard. It was not a bad childhood. I had a loving father and a loving mother, you mm. know. I, I always kept them close to me and they always loved me and, you know, but I think it, it, it was more uh, issues whenever I was on, on the streets with people, whenever I was at school, you know, uh, I would act a certain way with my family. Yeah. And then when I was in school with my friends, I would act a different way. And it, in, in that confliction, I always, I ended up having uh, anxiety Mm. In, that, in, in those in those things, I ended up having, I don't want to say depression because I know depression is much more. Okay. But there was always something putting me down. So I always found my comfort in movies, you know. Okay. Um, I don't show it that much, you know, but back, back in the day, you know, I, I used to find also a huge comfort in making people laugh. You know, I used Got to it. say, well, if I don't want people to feel this way, like the way I feel. So I'm just gonna go ahead and make them laugh. So you were the you were the comedian in, in I the was, group. I was always a comedian. All right, in, awesome. In the group. <laughs> it's funny. I was the short, <laughs> uh, fat uh, Mexican kid comedian. So I was the 
that was i don't know if that's that a stereotype way. but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so so tell us a little bit about your anxiety because you you you're saying that you were one way at home one way at uh at school when you were younger and this was a conflict and anxiety uh why was that why and and, and i just want to flush flush some of this out because mm-hmm. we might have uh, a young audience or yep. uh again uh, I know that you're older, but man, people who have been through that and and just thinking about their past and they're just like, yeah, that used to be me. But why don't we flush that out a little bit? What what was the tension there? So the tension was, uh, like I said, my mom and my dad, they always gave me uh, uh, good morals. I would mm. say, you know, they were not Christians. They didn't follow God. OK, we grew up in a Catholic uh family you okay. know our, my whole family is catholic and everything and so they they always show me good morals mm. and but when i was with my friends you know like for example let me give you an example right, All right awesome. when i was uh i think I, I think i was 11 or 12 years old i was at a carnaza with some friends you mm. know it was and and for and for you, for our listeners who don't know what a carnazada is because we have a worldwide oh, audience yeah, yeah. all right it's a uh, every yeah it's a it's a steak cookout uh mm-hmm. a uh well yeah so it's really big in mexican culture so everybody here in laredo you guys know what we're talking about obviously in here in texas but i i do have to mention this for our our, <laughs> our listeners in maybe canada or other parts of the world that don't know what carnazadas are and this is basically the spanish word for uh a steak a fajita right so so go ahead no yeah yeah and they're sure. really delicious by the way <laughs> oh yeah they're, especially with the hot sauce yeah especially really no, no, no 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 especially with a salsa uh, salsa yeah, yeah i was corrected because i always say hot sauce so mm. yeah yeah no, they, 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 i was he, making sure for the people around the world oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> there you go there you go yeah eli's shaking his head now so. <laughs> so 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 sorry for that go ahead no 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 problem so like i say they always stop me good morals right now was a this uh Carnaza uh, with with some friends, uh, and I was I was in middle school. I was really young, mm-hmm. you know. I think I think looking back, well, back when I was over there, you know, I used to feel like I was so old and I was like a grown up and mm-hmm. everything. But looking back, man, I was I was young. Yeah. And uh, we went out with some friends, you know, to the Carnaza. It was close by the by my house, so we just walked over there. My brothers were there. And I remember my mom always telling me, you know, I don't never want you to smoke cigarettes. I never want you to drink beer. You know, like that's you're not of that age because, you know, when we came out here, we know like a lot of kids in middle school were in gangs and and they were doing things they shouldn't be doing. Mm. And I didn't listen to her, you know, because I was with my friends. You know, I I, I guess there was some peer pressure, you know, yeah. and wanted to fit in, you know, yeah. with everyone. Yeah. You know, so. I actually did smoke that day. You know, it was cigarettes. It was not weed or anything. Mm. Uh, and I did, I, I did have beer and everything. And so that that was what it was. I feel like the anxiety came that in my heart I knew what I was doing. I, I was wrong. Yeah. But I felt I had to do it because I wanted to fit in. Yeah. And you were really young, right? I was really young. Yeah. yeah. Eleven years. Eleven. 12. So eleven years old, you were already trying uh, to smoke cigarettes and drink beer. Wow. Yeah, especially, you know, like if, if you look at the commercials, the media, and yeah. it's like they even I remember one of my pastors even talked about it like a long time ago. They released, you know, like the candy cigarettes for kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like those. Just, I don't even know the name of them. Yeah, I forgot. But that's just like play, plain, 
throwing it at them so that when they grow old, older, you know, they can buy cigarettes. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, um, so you're trying this, you're 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Now let's fast forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in grade school. Now you're going to, you're going into high school. What is that looking like for you at this time in your life? I, I think like there was a lot of not pressure, not pressure, but like I said, I already had the whole anxiety of what I was doing. And, uh, and at this time, like, you know, the anxiety just got bigger. I didn't mm. want to go to school. Uh, that's not what I enjoyed doing, mm. you know, and then I I used to watch a lot of motivational videos. So I used to get all this in my head, you know, like, uh, like Tony get, Robbins. Did you watch Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was, uh, Leslie, uh, or, I forgot his name. Okay. Okay. That's, that's kind of, that's kind of strange that you would, a, a high school guy would start watching Tony Robbins. Yeah. Really? That's really interesting. So you're so you're so you're watching Tony Robbins, right? Because you're dealing with all this mm-hmm. anxiety with you know, because and this is high school or give us a uh, going to high school, going to high school. Okay. So what was going on? You know, like at that time, I already knew that school wasn't what I wanted. That's what you, okay. And wow. I wanted to do something else. I already wanted to do something bigger. Uh, and it's even something that I struggle with today. You know, like I'm not a patient person. Mm. Like I need to do everything as fast as I can. Got it. So at that time, you know, I, I used to watch all these videos and I, I, I would just put it all into my mind. And I used to uh, talk back to my dad and my mom. I'm like, I'm not going to school. So going into high school, uh, I started skipping one school. Mm-hmm. I started skip. I mean, I started skipping one class. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it went to skipping two classes. And then from there, it went to skipping Three and then from there it was just you know I would just go with my friends and I would just skip school, the whole school you know because I I wanted to do something yeah you know I didn't want it to be at school I didn't want it to, you know to to follow the same you know the same pattern that I see every people following yeah and and the the problem with that is that we all need school <laughs> yeah and that's something you know that I never that. At that time, I didn't understand. Because of that, I actually got left behind. I actually had to retake uh, freshman year. Okay. And and what's happening at home during this time is I'm sure that the the people are calling your or the people at school, uh, teachers and principal might are calling or advisors are calling your parents, saying Irvin is not coming to school. He's not in class. How? What's what's happening in the house now yeah. at this? So I guess, you know, uh, my mom, she, she, she's always been supportive. So my mom has always been supportive. She's always been, you know, someone that's been there for me. Okay. So even with this, she always want, she always wanted to talk about it. You know, she always wanted to see what was going on. Why my dad, on the other hand, you know, like I said, I, I know he loves me, you know, he worked hard for me and my brothers Mm. and I love him so much, but he had that type of, uh, uh, how do you, tough love. Tough love. Okay. Yeah. And uh, most of the times, you know, he did not want to talk, you know, with him, it was, you cannot show your emotions. You cannot show your feelings. And with, I think like my, most of my problems in the house were always with him. Mm. It was always me, you know, just, uh, just trying to have all this, you know, emotions, all these conversations. And, and my dad, you know, he was not allowing it. He was just, you know, just trying to, to cut them all out and he was sometimes uh you know i mean if you're you're not in god you 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 cannot 
show love properly. You know, yeah. so, so most of the time, you know, his love was the way he would try to, you know, to correct us. Yeah. Was with insults. Got it. So a lot of that also stuck into me as as I'm doing high school. So your dad, uh, the only way that he was handling your your struggles right now was not to have that conversation was to uh, belittle you, insult mm-hmm. you, um, probably saying things to you that as a teenager were like, you're, you know, I can only assume you're not going to be anything. You're just going to be garbage. And, and you're probably like, what? Like, where are you yeah. getting all this? And not try to not understanding that probably completely, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so it, so your dad, you and your dad are having a tough relationship during your time. Uh, I'm sure that that, I'm sure the relationship between your mom and your dad was probably too, probably had some frictions because she's probably coming at a different angle than your dad is. And that I'm, I'm sure it could have been frustrating. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like because of them, you know, I always saw marriage as something, you know, that the couples are always going to be fighting and they're not going to be, you know, in enjoying each other's presence because mm. my mom and my my dad you know they always fought you know they always had this conflicts between themselves oh wow and and that stuck in your in your head about yeah you know it's just you know things that happen uh early in my childhood you know they just stuck in my head and you know it's just it's just that you know i just you just come from you you learn something and it's hard you know because you you see other people that do it differently yeah but because of that one instance you know, it just sticks into your head. So, so you're, so dad, you're having a conflict. You're mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. Um, let's, let's move over now to your end of your high school career. Uh, so all this time during high school, what you're still doing the same thing, skipping school, or you're just like, let me just, let me just do enough to graduate or get by or what, what what's happening or, you know? No, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I would say that my, my second time taking freshman year, I was still, you know, like skipping classes, you know, still not really paying attention. But it was when I was finally a sophomore, my class was already a junior, that I kind of like something hit me in my head and it was kind of like, you have to, you know, get yourself, you know, in the ball, right? Like you have you have to start doing something, you know? So I actually, from there... I actually started doing more work. I actually started applying myself. And, and from there, the whole idea of wanting to go to California started, you know, like coming into my head. And and what did that look like? You're like, all right, sophomore year, trying to turn things around. Everything's not going great beforehand. And you are thinking that you're like, I'm going to go to California. But what to do in California is going on in your in your head right now? Acting. Acting. I wanted to go out there for for acting, filmmaking. Um, I love me. I love directing, and I, I I got the opportunity to be able to do that once, you know. But like, um, I I, uh, I love everything that had to do with acting and comedy. So that's something that was always in my in my mind, you know, when I wanted to go to California. So I've been I've lived in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you that yesterday um, after I was done in school. This was a long time ago. This was my early twenties. Uh, um, I was twenty two, I believe. I moved out to Redondo Beach with uh, my college buddies after after school. Um, <clears throat> and everybody out there wants to be wants to make it big, mm-hmm. right? The um, I love California. Uh, 
It's I, a nice place. It's a really nice place. Good weather. But, <laughs> yeah, great weather. Um, but there is this thing about California, and I'm talking, this is back, you know, uh, 20, 21 years ago, 20 years, yeah, 21 years ago, um, that it's hard, right? Yeah. And you don't know God at this point. Right. No, at this point, I, you don't I, know, I God. know God. So you, so now you're done with school. How do you, how do you get out to California? So the way it happened, it, it was actually a, a uh, it's a funny way the way it happened, and you know, and I think like that's what we mean when we when we say uh, it's God who draws us. Mm. Uh, yeah. So what happened was that it was November 2016. I was already a senior. I was actually able to pass get all my grades up to the point I was actually going to graduate with my class, uh, mm. 2017. And I had all these ideas in my mind. So I started, you know, preparing myself. You know, mm. I started looking at schools, acting schools. I started looking, you know, at what I could do for comedy. I started looking if maybe I should jump into uh, filmmaking school. And the cheapest one was acting. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to look into some acting schools. I actually look at a university. There's a university where they teach you acting. Uh, but it was expensive. Uh, and, and and I was like, no, I cannot go to that one. So I just kept on looking. Then I, then I, then I kind of forgot about it. I still knew that I wanted to go to California. I still knew that I, I, I wanted to do acting. That was still my dream. Motivational speech speakers were still in my mind. You know, I was still listening to this. I would go running for for about an hour listening to those stuff. And would you listen to Joel Olstein? He's a great uh, motivator. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I never listened to him. Oh yeah, I mean, he's a great motivator. Not 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 a good preacher, but no, uh, not a good preacher. <laughs> sorry, I a, sorry guys, I I just had to put that in. There. <laughs> and for our listeners, you guys know that yeah, we don't teach that perspective gospel here but sorry sorry no 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 worries no, i i understand he is a good motivational speaker especially Stephen Furtick too <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they'll get those emotions going so so you're listening to motivational pictures yeah. you're trying to get pumped up trying to listen to these guys um and, and and what's happening now yeah so let's uh let's like i said i i put it i put it aside i stopped looking you know because i feel like you know what if it doesn't happen what if i don't i actually don't end up going and it was on may mm-hmm. when i was when i found a school and and it was uh it was another university it was in hollywood okay so it was it was in la it was at the it was in hollywood at the heart of hollywood so i was like mm, let, let me check so i applied for it and they asked me that i had to do an audition so i tell my dad like I, I want to go here. I want to do acting. This is what I want to do in my life. I want to go to California. And I need to do an audition. Can you allow me so I can go to take the Greyhound bus so I can go to California and do the audition? And he said, you know what? It would be better if we just take a family trip. Mm. So I, I was actually surprised by that. Wow. So I mean, like, he was mad, but <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by it. <laughs> really? That's interesting because so, you and your dad have all this conflict, which yeah. um, which let's let's back up just a second. After you tell your dad that you w- w- want to become an actor, yeah. what's what's his reaction to this? Oh, he hated it. He didn't like the idea. He, yeah, he want he what he what my dad has always wanted for me and my brothers were to be doctors. Yeah, uh, I think that's like every parent's dream. 
Yeah, to be doctors, yeah. make a lot of money. Yeah. That, that's what he wanted for us because it was a more secure career. Uh, so he did not enjoy the idea. My mom, like I said, she she's always been supportive of everything. Uh, so she was not sad because he felt like he's, he's not going to leave. I mean, she maybe maybe thought that you were going to end up in a Mexican novella yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, she's, she was going to watch <laughs> at 5 p.m. Yeah. Rosa Guadalupe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so your mom is being supportive yeah. of this. So you guys take a family trip, and you're surprised. Your dad said, yeah, even though he was reservation. So uh, you guys go to California. What happens? We go to California. It was the first time I've ever been to California. First time my brothers have been to California, my dad uh, drove. So my dad's a trucker, so he can drive without taking any breaks. So mm. he literally took all 23 hours from Laredo to California without stopping. Wow. Unless we had to go to the restroom. Yeah. But he actually took it all, and then he, he got it. He, we went there, and we got there, and, and it was, oh, man, it was so beautiful, especially when you look at the at the beach and you see mm. the ocean and yeah. everything you're like oh wow this Pacific is this is, nice. is a lifestyle like yeah. i already see myself here <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get there california is beautiful it's beautiful is that your fir the first time your mom has been there i mean your dad's a truck driver so i'm assuming he's probably been there before or not to california not to california no, okay he wow. only does uh so he's he's let me let me uh change what i said He's not a trucker that goes around the country. Uh, around the country, he's more of a Lo like local. Local. local yeah. Okay. All right. So, so cool. At the time that's that's what he was. He doing. was doing. Okay. So you guys go to California. Your experience. Your parents. What are they thinking about California? Uh, my mom loved it. My yeah. dad also th thought it was. A, it's a great city. I yeah. Mean, uh, there were always. My dad is so. The thing about my dad is he's always gonna find something to make a whole argument about it. Why it's not good. Yeah, why it's not good. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. You know, he doesn't want you to move out there. He's yeah. He's going to, yeah. So you're out there. Now tell us about the the audition. So the audition was on May 21, 2017. I think like that day, do you, I feel like people always have like some days where they're going to like memorize the date mm. that they did that stuff. And I remember it was May 21, 2017. Mm. And I remember... Uh, Days before that, I, I went and printed out a, a, a script, you know, mm. which was the script that I was going to do for them. And I was practicing it in the car and I was practicing it and, and I, I was just ready for it. You know, like I was like in my mind, you know, and with all the motivational mm. speakers in my head and everything, I was ready for it. So I go and do the audition. I wait outside. My mom and my dad, uh, my brothers and my sisters-in-law, they just go uh do whatever they wanted to do. You know, they're just walking around Hollywood. Mom and dad, they just go also to do their own stuff, you know, and I'm just inside mm. in, in this academy. And I'm ready for it. I'm like, I'm going to ace it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to, this is my school. And I was already looking at the thorns yeah. and everything and looking at all the streets where I'm going to be walking around. Yeah. And I go in there and I forget everything. Uh <laughs> I forget everything. I forgot oh, what was in the script. Really? Yeah. And then, then she told me, you want to read it? And I and I look at the paper and I'm like, I already, I know what it says. So I, I look at the paper and then I took the paper off my hands. I put it on the uh, on the chair 
And I was like, no, I don't remember. So I had to grab it again, and I had to read it again. And I'm like, all right, I got it. So at the end of the day, she said, no, no, it's okay. You know, you can you can go now. But I knew what was already the answer. It was a no, I was not going to be in that school. Uh, I was sad because I knew that I was not going to be there. So you bombed the audition. I bombed the audition. Oh, wow. horrible. Wow. And they didn't let you read it just like you had to you had to memorize the lines and that's mm-hmm. okay wow and uh so so i was i was i was sad you know because mm-hmm. i always wanted to be in california like that's some i always you know yeah. i mean you see california in all the yeah movies, movies yeah yeah fast and furious you know yeah. like uh goal yeah and, and you name it something's going on yeah for sure so you're disappointed now you're done what is your what is your parents saying about this well, I, I didn't tell them that I bombed, bombed it. Okay. So I, I was like, oh, no, I, I think it went well. I think they're actually going to get me. You know, I, I didn't want anyone else to know what no, happened. No, it happened. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't Fair tell enough. them. I didn't tell my brothers. Um, you know, we, we stayed there for two more days. I remember we, we went, um, you know, to the to the beach and look at the museums. And we, we, we did a lot of stuff there. And then we just came back to Texas. And this was on May. On June, I think by the end of June, I received a message from another acting school that I applied uh, several months ago. This was when I was looking for, and then I stopped looking. Mm. And they reached out to me and they said, Irvin, are you still looking to come to our acting school? We have classes starting on September. And then I replied back to the email and I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually like looking forward to it. I, I actually want to go and, you know, and if I have to do auditions or mm. anything. And and they said, well, do you know where you're going to be staying or something? And I said, oh, well, uh, I don't. So they recommended, me, they recommended to me a place to stay at. And I'm like, all right, this is nice. You know, so I look at the place where I will be staying and the acting school. And this is me, like, already making, like, assumptions. Like, I'm already assuming that I'm already moving out there. Got it. And and it was already, like, the end of June. Uh, and I actually, you know, ended up applying. They tell me the day that I have to be there. I tell my mom and my dad. They got me for the other school. But they didn't got me for the other school. I was going to another audition without knowing if I was going to get it or not. Mm. So I told them I'm moving on August 8th to California. My mom and my dad and my brothers thought I was playing. I remember uh, August 6th when I came back with the ticket from the Greyhound bus. Yeah. And I showed it to them and they were just, they were just like, like they couldn't say anything because they were like this kid actually went and bought a ticket and and is it is it is it like i want to make this statement you Mm -hmm. know as a um in in mexican culture right i'm puerto rican right and and we'll see we'll see there's a but you usually don't have like you just leave families like that yeah no you 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 don't right is that a fair statement yeah Especially short. I think anybody, it doesn't matter what culture it is. Like if you're one of your family members lives, but leaves, sorry, leaves, you're, you're going to be like, what? Like, so, so you're taking off last minute and they don't believe it. And like, how's, how's, how are, how's the family taking this? Uh, 
So my brothers were sad, mm. especially my little brother. Mm. Uh, I always kept in company and everything. So now that I was leaving, he kind of felt like, oh, well, he's not going to be here anymore. You know, my mom also started crying. Mm. My dad, like I said, he's not a... Uh, he doesn't show emotions. Yeah, he doesn't show emotions. I'm sure he was sad, though. I'm pretty sure, too. You yeah. know, uh, They told me he was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, it's August 8th. I moved to California. Uh, I already know where I'm going to be staying at. It's called the Chateau. So it's like a French word, like yeah, the castle. Yeah. And it's You didn't a say at the Chateau Marmont, though, right? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, for all you Californians, you guys know the Chateau Marmont, so... <laughs> So uh, you go, you stay at the chateau. Yeah, it's a hostel. So there's a lot of people from different parts of the country who mm, stay there. Okay. Uh, you know, actors. You know, people who want to pursue a music career, directors, oh, wow. managers, and there was only one girl who was actually in school going for psychology. She was the only one who was there for not entertainment business. Yeah. For the entertainment industry, and. Uh, I get there on August 10, and they show me, you know, where the things are around. Mm. You know, they show me the place. They tell me where I will be staying at. And I'm like, oh, man, this is this is nice. You know, like, I'm finally here, but, you know. And I remember uh, on the, because I took the Greyhound, the Greyhound bus. I took it all the way to California. And I remember when we hit Arizona, that kind of, like, like something hit me on my head. And it was kind of like, wow, you're actually moving. Like, yeah. you're actually leaving. Like, you're actually left yeah Laredo. that's very pretty exciting though yeah but because of the anxiety i was kind of like oh man oh, what yeah, am yeah, i gonna be doing yeah yeah yeah. and at it. this time oh man uh so at this time uh i was already you know trying to read the bible you know trying to look look for god right like how uh it was god drawing me yeah. to him and i remember i read the story of joseph you know, mm. where Joseph is sold into slavery. Uh, it's a pretty interesting story. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, God is going to do the same thing with me as he did with Joseph. You know, he's going to raise me up. <laughs> and I'm going to be this great actor for um, God out it, there. And, and uh, no, that's, that's, so I, that was in my mind. And yeah. I think like that was what kept me, uh, kept me. Focus. Focus. Got it. So. So you're traveling out there. You get to L.A., right? And now God is now starting to do things as you're looking back on it. You probably didn't know what was happening. You just knew that. Yeah, no, I didn't know what was going on, you know. So you get there. What, tell me what's happened now in L.A. as we fast forward here. So I get there. Uh, it, I got there on August 10. On August 13, it was my audition for the school. Mm. And I just, you know, I just started walking around. I started walking to see, you know, what was around, so, you know, uh, to see, you know, like the stores, mm. you know. And at this time, like I, I think I was telling you yesterday, you know, I was also on Facebook trying to look for for a church, you know, trying to look for a Christian uh, church. And at this time, I actually wanted to become a Christian because I felt like that was my only option. And... And, you know, I, I, I think I remember I told you about the Facebook post that a guy said that if you're not baptized, you're not yeah, saved. You're and, not saved, yeah, yeah. And that's what actually brought me to wanting to get baptized, you know, yeah. because if not, then I wouldn't be saved. Yeah. And for listeners, you know, that's not true. Yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> and so uh, when we were talking, you said uh, you, you're, you, you see this Facebook 
uh, uh, posts. And yeah. and what's happening uh, with you right now is that you you are searching and and trying to find out truth. Yeah. Right. And you had mentioned that uh, you were talking to some Jehovah Witnesses, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then from there, that didn't work out. Right. Yeah, yeah. I grew up. Uh, my best friend growing up, and my my best friend from childhood. Uh, he was a Jehovah Witness, so mm. he lived right next to me, and we kind of had the same story. You know, we were all we were, uh, born in the U.S., but our families moved us to Mexico. Mm. Uh, he was actually from Anahuac, okay. Nuevo León, and I was from and I was in Nuevo Laredo, Tamaulipas, just like right across. Okay. And and then we moved on the same grade, and we just kind of connected, you know, because we both didn't speak English, so we had the same uh, English classes where they were teaching us how to speak English. This was in elementary, and um, so I uh, because of them, you know, I actually started going to their Bible studies. I started attending uh, Mm -hmm. the Jehovah Witness Bible study, and you know, like I said, like fast forward to everything that happened. I felt the Jehovah Witness religion was where I needed to be, mm. you know, because they had uh, do not have pictures on the wall and the, and all of that, you know, like yeah. uh, do not make idols from the Ten Commandments, and so I was, oh, that's probably where I have to be. And but when I was in California, I saw this other Facebook post from a Christian guy, yeah, in where I was conflicted, but I felt like, well, there's no Jehovah Witness around me. If I ask someone here, I can meet someone probably. So I asked the guy and I started talking to the guy and and in my comment, a Filipino woman uh, sends me a message and she says, uh, we're from a Christian church in Van Nuys. So I mm. searched Van Nuys and it's just about five minutes away from North Hollywood. So I started talking to her and, and she told me she can take me to her church so I can know more about the truth of Jesus. Oh boy. Yeah, because I told you this story. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I said, yeah, you know, let's go on a Sunday. She was going to pick me up in a band. Uh, I don't know, you know, thinking about it right now, I don't know why I never gave it a second thought. Someone mm. picking me up in a van. I was just like, yeah, let's go. Go ahead, pick me <laughs> up. Like, sure, I don't know anyone here, so just come and well, pick at least, me up. Well, at least, at least you didn't get kidnapped, kidnapped and yeah. you know, ended up working at you know Filipino restaurant. You know, this is you know, so. Um, first of all, I love my Filipino families. I, I really uh, do. Yeah, we're from Chicago. They have There's, really great food. Yes, oh, amazing. So you didn't get kidnapped. No, you, end up, you, you end up, you get in this van from this lady that you just met on Facebook. It sounds like, it sounds like something out of a script from a movie, actually, that was not wise to do, but you get in and, and okay. It's like uh, you grew up with all this. Uh, yeah. You, you just like, yeah, I'll get in there. Sure. Like, so by God's grace, he protected you. Yeah. Um, so you go to that church. So right now you move from the Jehovah Witness. You realize that's not truth for the sake of time. We'll, we'll fast forward. Now you're at this uh, Filipino church yeah. and what what are you experienced there that you're just like what what's what's happening here so what's going on there is that i go and it really nice people everyone's so nice and but what was going on was that this filipino church uh they had only they had about thousand churches more than a thousand churches around the world but they only had one pastor Mm. and the pastor claimed to be the incarnate son of God. Oh boy. So it was a cult. It was a cult. Yeah, it was not 
it was not a Christian, and 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 I remember, you know, I I remember, you know, beware of false prophets. From what I hear from the Jehovah Witness, so I okay. stopped going there. So, so you know that Jehovah Witnesses are not truth. Uh, you go to this other Filipino church, and what was the name of that church? You remember? I think it was Church or the of organization. Christ. The organization. Uh, then you feel you know that that's a cult, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. So. Um, let's move forward here now. Like you're in LA, uh, are you, are you starting to act, do some work out there in acting? Uh, uh no, actually like all of this was just in a, in, a, in, in, in August, you know, it was like, all, it happened all in one month. Yeah. Cause I was still not going to school. I was okay. going to start going to September. Okay. And this is where my friend, my friend, Paul, who I met, who I met in California, he actually came to the hostel. Okay. And at that time I didn't knew him and he told me, oh yeah, I'm from Texas. I'm like, oh, me too. And we, and we just started talking and he told me he's from San Antonio, which is really close from Laredo. And yeah. we got connected through that and, and he was a Christian. So he was the one who actually like started doing Bible studies with me and mm. then he found it, he found, found a church for me. Yeah. Uh, which was a refuge in, in North Hollywood. And that was an Acts 29 church? Acts 29 church yeah. with Pastor Chris. Yeah, and for you guys who don't know, the Acts 29 network, that is uh, something that Matt Chandler stated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, we came from an Acts 29 uh, p- church plant, just really solid in, in what, what, what they do of disciples making disciples, uh, missions, church planting is, is one of, and you guys can always go online to to the, their website so you you're ending up here and, and so tell me what's happening like you see god drawing yourself this 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 friend gets put in your life from texas mm-hmm. and he invites you so you go to you go to the church and what's the difference from everything else that you've been hearing so far so what happened was that they knew i wanted to get baptized and everything but they actually hold that off because i believe that i had to get baptized to be saved. Got it. So it went from uh, September all the way until December. And mm. then they just were just teaching me all about Jesus and who Jesus is. The true really Jesus. Is. Yeah, the true Jesus. And, and man, they just show so much love. But it was like genuine love, you know, like I never felt that type of love, you know, in wow. my life. And they knew so much, you know, the pastor, Pastor Chris, uh, he, he knew so much. He was the one who was always, you know, bringing me back, you know, whenever I, mm. I wanted to do more acting, but he was, like, drawing me back. Uh, Pastor Kurt was the first one to give me my Bible. Mm. He gave me an ESB study Bible. Oh, wow. And, you know, he he, he always had me in, in his groups. You know, he was always, you know, kind of, like, discipling me. And, and, awesome. And I always thank them for that, you know, because at the end of the day, I did not get baptized because I wanted to be saved. I got baptized because I I knew I was a sinner and I wanted Jesus in my life, you wow. know. So I Amen. think that was a pretty cool. Wow! So it took and and, and guys, uh, I wanted to bring Irvin on because we, I, I I can see God's sovereignty in just what you've told yeah. me, not because I know God's sovereign plan, obviously, uh, but we we talk about just God's sovereignty. Like it took God to take you out of Laredo, mm-hmm. bring you to California. Right. To draw himself to you in everything that you're doing. Yeah. Right. Like I was like, man, like he could easily you could easily probably done it here. But no, he takes you on this journey and he says, Irvin, you're mine. I know you before the foundation of the world. 
and you're sitting at this church, get saved, mm -hmm. right? God draws you and saves you. Um, what's going on with your acting career at this point? So I was already, it was December, got baptized, went back to Laredo, uh, came back to Laredo actually, uh, just to visit the family. And I get an email from a casting agency, mm. which they wanted me to do an, uh, an audition with me. Mm. And the reason I felt, uh, again, God's sovereign plan mm. was because I was actually thinking of staying in Laredo. Oh, I was wow. actually not thinking of going back. So you you came back for family time. Yeah, but I actually was thinking of staying here. And you were thinking of staying. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I get this email, and I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. So I actually fly back again, check your emails, make sure it's not a scam. It was not a scam again, thanks to the sovereignty of God, because God is a good God. But I didn't look into it or anything. I just thought, oh, they want me for a casting agent, so I'll go. So I go back to California. Uh, I, re I started doing, again, the classes and everything, and I do the audition. They got me for it. And they submitted me for auditions. So I was able to do a music video. I was able to do a short film. Mm. And I was able to do a feature film, which is the one where I told you that yeah. I was that I play a ICE agent. He plays it in, he plays he plays an ICE agent, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so he he is a Mexican ICE agent. Yeah. Think about that, guys. So so please don't run him over if you see him <laughs> in the street. No, I, I'm absolutely kidding. We 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 joke around. You know, everybody everybody gives flax to the ICE agents. We love our ICE agents, yes, right? And and um, so you play an ICE agent, and you're you're in a movie. We, we I don't know. We don't need to say what movie it was, right? We don't want. Well, it's still not out yet. It's not going to be like a big movie on theaters. Okay, got uh, it. But it's not out yet. I, I I still actually keep on contact with them. Okay. But I know the film is called Aguanta. Aguanta. All right. Wait. Right. Yeah. Like wait. Wait. All right. Or be patient. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the proper translation. But so, so you go in the movie. Mm -hmm. Now God brings you back to Laredo. All right. And for the sake of time, so we can start wrapping yeah. this up. What are you feeling right now when you come back and visit after you know you've been in some music videos, a feature film, little short films. Uh, God, God had drew yourself to him. You're, he saved you. Yeah. What conflicts are you having right now in your, in your life? Well, the, the conflicts right now in my life, it's, uh, it's not anymore whether I want to do acting or not, because mm. I completely made my, I feel the Lord changed my heart to mm. not do it anymore. Okay. You know, uh, I actually have other, other plans. I think like now that I'm, I'm focusing more on God rather than focusing on an acting and all of that, you know, is you know the conflicts of learning new doctrines the conflicts of you know just yeah. learning new stuff and being convicted of new stuff yeah and, you know but uh it's it's all good you know yeah and and i think that uh you know i wanted to bring urban on because you know we've had testimonials before where um life in itself for some of the people that have been on has been a complete wreck mm -hmm. sexual abuse physical abuse mental abuse and and, and god has pulled pull people out of that and great story um with you i you know you like you said like your household was intact you had a good childhood mm -hmm. i mean obviously you had some conflicts with with dad um uh, mama supported everything was doing but you were still did not know where you were going in life yeah and to god to take you out of laredo 
to take you to California and experience all the what you were experiencing and reveal his himself to you out there mm-hmm. at at a at a at a great church, a solid church, um, save you, and then realizing that the world of acting, at least not for now. I mean, who knows? Maybe you end up in in some Christian films in the future. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, we for if if anybody out there has any, you know. <laughs> Christian uh, studios out there that need a need an actor. We got one right here. I'll send a resume. He'll say he'll send a <laughs> resume. But, um, but all seriousness, uh, God is sovereignly moving the pieces of time and getting you where you're at. So you're back here. Mm-hmm. And how did you get connected with Bridge? Uh, real quick. Uh, with the church I'm going to. Okay. They, uh, they actually told me about Bridge. Okay. You come here. You go to this books books. Christian bookstore, Christian bookstore and coffee shop mm-hmm. and you meet Steve and, and, and what's happening here? What are you thinking about this place and, 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 and being exposed to uh, all this doctrinal truth and, and biblical truth that maybe you haven't experienced before? I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was selling this to Steve. I, 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 when they told me about the Christian coffee shop, I thought it was going to be, you know, like one of those Joe Austin, Stephen Furtick. <laughs> Creflo Dollar. Books, yeah. yeah. Ooh. What? Because you see a lot of that. Yeah. Even though bookstores, that. Christian bookstores are, have closed down a lot. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. know. I don't even know. A lot of them have made it. You probably don't even find. This is probably the only one in Laredo, I think. Yeah. yeah think Christian so. bookstore. And I know that even in Texas, there might be like, I can count them on my hand, like true solid christian bookstores mm-hmm. exactly and that's what i thought he was you know so when i actually came here i went all the way to the back yeah to the back room and i was looking at the books and then i see piper and I, <laughs> I grabbed the book and it's uh when i don't desire god oh great book and i'm like wait is this from john piper and i open it and i'm like this is john piper and then i see john MacArthur and Arsis pro and i'm like what so i was actually surprised that you guys had all these books here and and i thought i was the only you know biblical christian in laredo but no I'm, I'm happy to know i'm not the only one Nah, they're, they're here for sure they're, they're, here. they're, they're here they're they're hiding out but <laughs> yeah. yeah so but no uh um so you come in here and mm-hmm. and 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 i know that uh uh just meeting you was just like just just talking to you and i was like wow and that's one thing that just talking to you that i i'm i'm always just amazed um about God's sovereign plan mm-hmm. and what he and he does. And I just want to keep repeating that because, you know, uh, what would you tell our listeners out there? You know, maybe a young person or an older person that um, is is just going through life and doesn't know what to do. You know, you know, somebody who's in college or a, a young adult, you know, uh, somebody in their mid mid 20s or late their or late 20s, early 30s that is out there and doesn't know what to do. Can can you just tell Tell something to that person out there of what you were feeling during that time and 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 what was happening. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I, you know, I would say, you know, just the same thing that everyone told me, you know, and I just didn't want it to believe it or I felt, yeah. you know, we all go through life like that. You know, we all we all feel stuff like that. Uh, I'm not saying and I'm not I'm not I'm never saying that if you if you seek God, because God trusts you. Yeah. Uh, if you see God, that that He will show you all the plans, you yeah. know. Like, no, that's that's not how it works, you know. There, like, there are still moments, even now that I've been a Christian, where I'm still like, I don't know what to do, you yeah. know. But I, I would say this, you know, that 
Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, you know, yeah. and what that is, that biblically means that there is no other salvation apart from Jesus, you know, so I will, I will encourage them, you know, to, to look for God, you know, to seek God, you know, to, to, to actually hear the gospel, you know, the gospel of Jesus, because at the end of the day, I mean, you can be all the way over there, or, uh, having all the money you want, or, and you, or you can still be at the bottom, yeah. with no money and, and think that you're a humble person but without jesus you're not humble you know you're not yeah and 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 that's the thing when i was in california i just went out there i didn't know what i was going to do but mm -hmm. one thing that i will tell you that um even even today as i see um i see people they um you know that don't know jesus yeah. and, and i'm just even thinking that when i go back home and and people that don't know the truth what they're chasing after. Yeah. You know, one thing that I, I, I remember even in my own life, you know, for you guys who have been listening for a while and, and I've mentioned this before on podcasts, you know, I was chasing money. Yeah. You know, the bet the better career. I was chasing the better girlfriend, uh, chasing uh status. And and then when I reached those things, right, they did not make me happy. I still had a, a void in my life. Yeah. You know. Um not knowing that God was using all those things to draw himself and he continues and will continue till he takes me home and takes me out of this earth will continue to sanctify me mm -hmm. um, and, and just mold me and chip away those things in my life that don't belong there. Um, make them more into his image. Um, and, 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 and I'm just like, now I'm just, and, and I'm sure for you, it's just like, all right, I don't know where I'm going, but, you're going to show me the way Yeah, you're going to show me where I need to be because he has a purpose for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and one of the things that we talked about yesterday is that you are in college right now are going to be beginning college. college. Um, and you're looking to go to possibly seminary after yes. you're done. God willing. Um, and I thought that was really exciting. Like you're going to go ahead and finish college and maybe get your master's in, in, and divinity or Bible studies. And mm -hmm. one thing I told you yesterday is, well, maybe you end up back in California over at John MacArthur's yeah, school, right? Hopefully. You know, <laughs> so just because you love California so much, Urban, man, it's been an absolute pleasure to have, have you, you on today. Um, we will uh, continue to pray for you, uh, for our audience on there. Please pray for Urban that the Lord continues to use him in the kingdom in the future while uh, he is back in college that God may uh, be glorified in his life mm -hmm. and that, uh, you know, that his kingdom gets further through Irvin and, and, and I'll definitely, uh, remember to pray for you. Um, and, and thank you for coming on. No, no. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that concludes this week's episode with Irvin. Um, it was it was great talking to Urban today and his testimony. Like I said, um, I I find it amazing when uh, just God moves people around the country, um, and and you might have that story out there, guys, uh, or or God is right now gonna move you where you're at, whether you're in Canada, Europe, China, Philippines, Africa, South America. Um, you know, we, we, you guys heard t testimony before uh, of people being moved from other continents here to the United States or 
from other continents to you know europe you know or into a continent to another continent and 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 god has a purpose and a and for your life and i really appreciate that uh irvin was able to share that and i really hope that uh that you know he gets an opportunity to maybe go back to 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 california and that uh, if his desire, God puts it in his heart to go back to Master Seminary in California. It's beautiful out there. Um, I, I really hope that he did. That would be really exciting for me to see. Uh, but, you know, I, obviously I don't know the future. So, well, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in again. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And like we always end the show, what is your only comfort in life and in death that I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior? Jesus Christ. Till next week, guys. 